0: Hi, and welcome to Stressed, the podcast to develop your stress resilience. Being ambitious and successful while living a happy life is possible. Learn how you can better cope with stress in day-to-day situations by applying tools and techniques that work for you. My name is Julia Arndt, and I'm extremely grateful that you decided to check out my podcast today. Let's get started. Hi and welcome back to Stressed, the podcast to develop your stress resilience. I am so excited about today's podcast episode because we are speaking about my stressed out boss. (laughs) I had a friend that reached out to me this week and she said to me, Julia, I have a really cool podcast episode topic for you. I'm having this boss at the moment that is driving me nuts and I really would love you to talk about how I can manage my stress because I don't know what to do anymore. So so that's been a really cool exploration this week because I actually chatted with her um, and yeah and talked a little bit about you know the things that she has already tried and the reasons of why she's feeling stressed out about it. So yeah, I really want to talk about this topic today. I think it's a really important topic. And you know, at the end of the day, it's not just about my stressed out boss. It could be my stressed out partner, my stressed out colleague, my stressed out family member, no matter who it is that you are dealing with that is actually super stressed and you feel like you're getting all of their negative energy, that is an episode that you should listen to today. Um, Before I jump in, maybe a couple of updates. Um, So as always, I'm recording this podcast as well. On video so you can go over to my youtube channel and check it out um, and if you are checking out this video on youtube right now make sure that you subscribe to my channel and you hit the bell for notifications i am publishing new content every monday and every friday fridays i usually just pick a topic and yeah talk about different tools and techniques of how to manage stress and Different situations in your life. And this week I started my eight week online program, Early Tester Group. And I'm so, so excited about it. And I'm so excited to share it with you. I'm planning to launch it mid July. And I have 10 people from 10 different companies, from the top 100 companies, best companies to work for, um, that are my early testers that are, that are providing me a lot of feedback so I can make this online program. As crisp and as good as possible for you to apply in the future. So yeah, so this is kind of what I'm up to at the moment. And without further ado, let's jump into the topic of today, my stressed out boss. Okay, so I talked to Anna, my friend who uh, submitted this episode request, and I talked to her about what she has already done in order to better cope with stress and also to explain to me the situation a little bit better. And I'm sure that not only her and not only me, but I'm sure also you have been dealing with people that are super frustrated frustrating to work with because they're anxious they're stressed out and you feel like you're taking on their energy and especially when you're working with them in kind of a in a work environment and maybe it's even your boss so they're kind of your higher up Um, it can be really tricky to to work with right because what do you do do you say something do you not say something so we had this conversation and one of the things that she actually tried was to have a conversation with her boss and he was super receptive about it. Um, You know, he acknowledged that he's sometimes super stressed out and he also said to her, hey, every time you feel like I'm reacting in a weird way, just let me know, which is great, right? But this is probably not the scenario that happens all the time to all of you. There might be situations where you don't really feel comfortable to speak with your boss or with whoever you are dealing with that is kind of tricky to deal with. Um, So, you know, talking with that person is obviously one strategy. um, But I would always be careful, of course, with this strategy because you don't know how that person reacts to it. And maybe it's actually going to be worse afterwards for you. You don't know. So for me, the question always is, and something that I'm thinking about a lot now that I haven't really thought about you know, maybe a year or two or three years ago when I was in these situations at work and I worked with people that I felt like were anxious and frustrated is that I should look at myself first and look at how I am reacting to the situation. So there's a really cool concept in stress management that is called the 50-50 rule. So 50% of the time, you actually have an influence and Um, a control kind of a control of what you can do to the situation and 50% of that situation is probably out of your control now guess what you can only influence and control your own 50% you can only control of how you react to it and what you make out of it because at the end of the day even if you have a conversation with your boss or with your family member or your partner which you know I'm not saying you shouldn't do that But if you have a conversation, you're obviously trying to influence and control them and you're waiting for them to change. And that can be super tricky, right? Because if we're waiting for somebody to change, we can sometimes wait a really long time. So I want you to think about it this way. What can you actually do in this situation to react differently? And so... I actually thought about a book that is in my bookshelf and that I've read not just once but multiple times and that I also have as an audiobook and that I listen to on a regular basis if I need some, you know, life advice. And it's The Four Agreements by, by Don Miguel Ruiz. And he is talking about those four life concepts and i talked about it actually with my sister a little bit in the podcast and because it's one of her favorite books as well and so he has those four um life concepts and rules to to live by and that they are the following the first one is be impeccable with your word the second one is never take anything personally the third one is never make assumptions. And the fourth one is always do your best. And this, those four agreements, they apply to so many different areas in our life. And I thought it actually really well applies to this particular topic. Because what often happens, let's be honest, when we are in the situation where we feel like our boss is um stressed out and frustrated and we take on this energy we take things personally or we make assumptions we create a story in our head that might not actually be true right it's not maybe the the real reality because we all live in our own reality and so I can relate to this really well because I know that when I had issues with my manager or when I thought I had issues with my manager I always started to have this story in my head about oh my god For example, he hasn't replied to my email in two days, and there was something really important in there that I wanted him to answer. And he probably thinks this and that. And you know, I started to make assumptions about, oh, maybe he didn't like what I said, or maybe he doesn't agree with what I'm saying. And you know, I started to get down into this rabbit hole of a whole story about why um, he hasn't maybe replied to me. And so, In this situation, just kind of as a side note, I would always recommend to ask, always clarify, because probably 99% of the cases we are making an assumption about something and it's probably not true. Because let's be honest, our managers and our bosses and our partners and our family members all have a busy, stressed out life as well. And they might just not have gotten, for example, to that email and they haven't gotten to reply to that email. So yeah, so that's kind of what what I want to talk with you about today. So if you think about this, so you have 50% of your sphere of control and the influence that you can take. You cannot influence how another person is reacting. And this is really tricky, right? Like we would always love to obviously influence the other person. It's easier than influence ourselves, but that's not really how life works. So 50% and then the two big rules are basically never take anything personally And never make assumptions. So when Anna had the conversation with her boss this week, he actually told her that there are some more frustrations going on about the communication, sorry, about the role and the responsibilities that she's taking care of at the moment. And it had absolutely nothing to do with her. And, you know, so sometimes it can be super helpful to have a conversation with your manager about this, because it will clarify some areas of why they might be tense but again it's something that you can do but you you don't have to do but you should always you know think about this that it's probably not it's probably not your fault in 99% of the cases it's not your fault and another thing that I'm thinking about here I don't know if you have watched the Netflix show yet on Brandy Brown the call for courage I think it's called and she is pretty vividly talking as well about the situation when she's at the lake house with her husband and they're going for a swim and she's showing a little bit of vulnerability and she's telling him how much she's enjoying the situation right now and how much she loves him and he reacts in a super weird way to her and she takes it super mega personally and starts to a, create this whole story in her head and after a couple of clarifications and a lot of back and forth and a lot of frustration and anger and fear from her side, she actually realizes that her husband was dealing with an anxiety attack um, and he was trying to uh, control his reaction so he didn't even really hear what she was saying. So, you know, this is just to tell you and to show you we so often create these stories in our head about what people think, that we take these things personally. So I want you to think about this the next time when you, are in, when you find yourself in a situation where you have this kind of tense relationship with somebody and instead of requesting and asking the person to change, ask yourself, what can you change? How can you change your reaction? How can you change your thoughts in this situation to make it more relaxed? Um, And then the other thing that I really wanted to talk about today is about highly sensitive people and empathetic people. Um, I've been wanting to do a podcast episode on this topic for a really, really long time, but I always feel like I need to read more about this. I need to read more about this topic because it's so, so dear to my heart because I consider myself as a highly sensitive person and as an empath. And there's a lot of really interesting research about, you know, highly sensitive people in the workplace, um, how you can deal with highly sensitive people as a manager or as a coworker, and so definitely stay tuned for that. It's a really you know topic that is so close to my heart but it applies really well to this topic as well. So I want to dive a little bit into that. What are highly sensitive people first of all? So highly sensitive people are people that can really feel the energy of other people. So I know that I'm talking a lot about energy and maybe you don't believe too much in, into kind of the whole energy thing, but just observe yourself when you're dealing, for example, with a stressed out person and see how how kind of your body is reacting to it. I know that if I am, for example, dealing with a stressed out person or if I'm dealing with a depressed person or with a sad person, no matter kind of what the state of mind is that the other person is dealing with, um, I can really pick up on that because I can relate, because I can really put myself into their shoes and feel how they feel. And the problem with that is that then after a conversation, for example, with a stressed out person or with a depressed person, I take on their energy and their feelings and I might feel depressed or stressed out afterwards as well. And so... There's a lot of research and a lot of tools and techniques around how you can kind of protect yourself as a highly sensitive person and how you can shield yourself a little bit from all of these feelings once you are aware that that is actually happening to you. And another really good marker for highly sensitive people is is that you're probably an introvert and that You need time for yourself in order to fill up your energy levels. So to give you another example about this is I'm not a huge party person and I'm not a huge person who likes to be surrounded by a ton of people at all times because it drains my energy a ton. Because... I, you know, I'm really engaged with people and having conversations with them, but I also can just feel kind of the whole energy in the room. And after a few hours, I'm completely depleted and I need time for myself in order to refill my energy levels. And I didn't understand that for a really long time of why I reacted that way and what it was happening to me. You know, I hadn't heard about the highly sensitive pers- persona probably up until three or four years ago. When I was listening to a podcast and the podcaster talked about highly sensitive people and I was like, oh my God, this is totally me. This is absolutely how I'm feeling and how I'm reacting. So I've been working a lot with this over the last couple of years and starting to really be more mindful of shielding myself of those energies. And so when you are working with a stressed out boss and he feels and he is stressed and frustrated and afterwards you kind of take this on and you feel frustrated and anxious as well then you might be probably a little bit of an empath or or highly sensitive person and so a couple of tools or tips that you can do in order to shield yourself is to really become aware of it so I give you another example if I am sitting in my coaching conversations with my clients and they are stressed out or they whatever they feel I literally sit there on the other side of the computer so I'm not even sitting with them in a the room or anything but I can feel how like my body is almost vibrating on the same on the same level as they are and so now I'm really aware of this so I can take a mindful breath and be like okay This is what is happening right now, but I need to shield myself from that feeling because it's their feeling. It's not my feeling, even though I can relate really well of how they feel because I'm an empathetic person. I don't have to feel the same way and take this with me home, basically. So I'm really, so being aware and then taking a deep breath and just, you know, recognizing that that is what's kind of happening right now. And then I'm almost, you know, telling myself, okay. Okay. I need to be immune and I need to shield myself against this and so there are different ways of how you can do that you know Um, like I said I basically just remind myself that this it's it's their feelings and not my feelings and I need to protect myself of of their feelings and taking them on. Um, I had a conversation with a client um, a couple of weeks ago and she was she was pretty depressed it was a pretty sad phone call and i'm telling you for the next 12 hours i was so depressed and sad because i felt so sorry for her but i just completely took on her story and it's you know it's it's great when when you are a person that is that is that can read other people's you know energies and that can also really relate to their story and it will make you an amazing person to work with and to work for but at the same time we just really need to protect ourselves a little bit so yeah so if going back to that situation with your boss if you're feeling like you're taking on their energy protect yourself and tell yourself hey this is their story and you know you never know what is going on in their life right so it is really their story and it is their um it's it's their feelings, but it is not yours. So you really need to kind of separate that and create a boundary and say, hey, this is how they feel and this is what's going on with them. But that's not me. Me, I'm strong, I'm confident. I know what I'm doing. And if there's really, you know, if if that happens over the course of many weeks and months, of course, try to have a conversation with that person or try to get advice from people that are working with that person as well to make sure that you know that, that you're not in the that you're in the same boat with others. So yeah, if you are finding yourself in a situation the next time where you're dealing with a stressed-out person, I hope you remember my words and you think about what you what you can do, what you how you can influence and control yourself, how you can react differently in that situation instead of trying to change that other person because at the end of the day we are all responsible for our own luck and and for our own well-being and so we really need to remind ourselves that it's very very hard to change another person but you can really change yourself and you can change the reaction and the behavior in a situation like that so I hope this has been helpful. If you have any further questions or if you have any other ideas of what you do when you find yourself in a situation like that, where you're dealing with really stressed out people, I would really love to hear from you and hear if there's any other strategies that you are applying. And remember, you know, being aware that your HSPs so or highly sensitive person or remembering that to not take things personal and to not make assumptions it's absolutely a habit it takes time to create this awareness and to create these new habits so be patient with yourself and always remember stress management is a skill that everyone can learn thank you so much for being here today thank you so much for listening with gratitude julia If you enjoyed this episode, I would be extremely happy and grateful if you could leave me a comment and a five-star rating. If you know someone who would benefit from the information I talked about today, please feel free to share it with them, no matter if it is your friends, your colleagues, and or your family members. You will always find all links and a summary of the podcast in the show notes. It would be great if we could connect on Instagram or via email. You can find all details of how to find me in the show notes as well. In that way, you can also send me any questions that you might have. And as I mentioned, I also have a wonderful YouTube channel now where you can post comments and questions, so please reach out. I'm glad you're listening to this podcast. Thank you so much for your trust. With gratitude, Julia.